0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO101 SEO101 on webmaster radio.fm is now in session.
2: Hello and welcome to SEO101 on Webmaster this is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. How are you doing, John?
3: Good, Ross. Very good.
2: And I think, <laughs> did I get in there right, or was I writing over the, all the words? Ah, I don't know. sounded like I was
0: getting into the music there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That was on purpose, my friend. I mean, you know, it's, uh, getting back into the live thing, it's like, uh, but I was wanting you to like let the music go along, let it rock, a little bebop, you know, and then you just jump right in. <sighs> yeah, you're messing yeah. with me. I knew it. <laughs>
2: You at the end of your mess. mess ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. It, it is. It's almost you. the end of the year. It's hard to believe.
3: Definitely, and it's been a crazy year too. I mean, it's uh, the, the amount of things that have gone on in this industry this year is just unbelievable, and I got a feeling it's going to be even nuttier next year.
2: Every year it seems to get nuttier. My head just—I I don't know—I can't keep track of this stuff now. I, you know, I think it was—I think it was this year. I thought, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, I can do a little bit of social media and SEO. No.
3: <laughs> well, you're going to have to do social media and SEO next year, whether you want to. Yeah.
2: Person. But I've, I've got I've got an expert I've, or, or a couple of experts I can bring in when I need them because frankly I can't keep track. I can't keep up on it. It's just insane. SEO alone is busy enough.
3: I know. It's just crazy. Hey, are you are you doing all outsourcing? Or are you doing any? I know you do your own social media stuff, but you're just for clients, is what you're doing outsourcing. You're going to bring somebody in to do social for yourself too.
2: Uh, I haven't got to the point where I'm going to do, have anyone do our own social, but uh, <laughs> it's not something I would rule out in the future because it's getting—you know—it's you know it's like it's it's sort of oncoming train; it just keeps getting faster and faster. Um, I don't know. There's always something new coming out, and yeah, we're doing for our clients. We're definitely outsourcing it. Uh, there's a couple clients I do it for, but just basics, really.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing more and more where my clients will bring in a third party to do social. And it's really interesting that the first call that we have, where we have the, the client and the SEO firm and the social firm all on the same call, and I'm finding it, it's – it's I haven't had any issues. It's actually been going really, really smoothly that the, the, the social firms are really trying to understand what, what – or how what they do works with SEO. A lot of them don't have a handle on it yet, so they're, they're really kind of just as anxious to get on those calls and talk with us as the client is.
2: Yeah, I guess – I mean, there are certain scenarios where, um, you know, like Jen Laycock, who, who are, who's been an SEO, who's now doing social media, where that would be a whole lot easier. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, but, I, but then you're, you're right, though. There's a lot of people who are, who are out there who are, are coming into this really fresh just into at social media. And they just, you know, they, they just don't know enough about SEO to see how it can work together.
3: Right. And it, it can, but there's definitely ways where it can't. I mean, depending on how you do it, it's either going to work or, or help SEO or it's not going to impact SEO at all. Uh, I'm not sure, I haven't seen any examples yet of social, like, hurting SEO, but I'm sure they're out there somewhere.
2: Hmm. That'd be an interesting angle, wouldn't it? It'd be a yeah. bit of a bitch to do all the writing and, or research for, but... <laughs> yeah,
3: I wouldn't want to have to do it on any of my clients, that's for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so we put together a few ideas. We wanted to do a bit of a 2009 wrap-up, and... Uh, I was just going through nonsensically just adding ideas. Uh, so there'll be no particular timeline to this, but we thought we'd rattle off a few ideas. Um, the one that, that came to mind for me right off the bat was Bing launching this year. Uh, right. just, uh, I remember being at the the party the kickoff, which was kind of cool in Seattle, and, and uh, kind of puzzled, just sitting there going, hmm. It
3: seems, it seems to have been a decent endeavor for Microsoft compared to a lot of their other attempts. I can say that for sure. Um, i i i'm still not using it personally though i played with it a lot in the beginning like a lot of people did there was a lot of a lot of hype about it when it first launched because everybody was trying it and it was it was better than what they'd seen in the past so people were thought this is it this is it i don't know if it's it or not um,
2: yeah well it's it's certainly taken over search share i mean not google's but definitely uh well yahoo's kind of a on the way out, anyway. Obviously, um, which of course leads to the other issue, or big thing that happened this year, of course, was the Yahoo, uh, yeah. Bing, Microsoft mix-up. Smooshy, smoochy I called it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> in our that, notes.
3: That's definitely the uh, the reason to keep an eye on Bing for sure, because when Bing takes over Yahoo's organic search results, when, whenever that happens, um, you only have you really only have two players in the industry anymore. Um, instead of having one with a lion's share and then two smaller ones, you've got one with a lion's share and then one with a pretty decent chunk, which makes a difference because you, you can't ignore a decent chunk where you can kind of ignore two small pieces because it's yeah. twice the work. But now that it's you know just one chunk, it's going to be easier to to, to put um, resources towards that.
2: And, and to be fair, what I have done on Bing, I've been impressed. Uh, it, it's, it seems relevant. Um, it's it's just a different way of searching, and I'm I'm I guess I'm a bit old school. I kind of like the old style of just here's the, my answers. Like let me click. Whereas things more third fourth gen, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Have you liked it using it?
3: Um. <laughs> I've used it a little bit. Um, for I, I, I tried to use it last time I booked some travel because everybody kept talking about how cool the travel thing was. Um, I played with it some, but I ended up going back to my old standard to actually book my tickets. So it was like, yeah, I played with it. It was interesting. It was neat. But I felt I wasn't comfortable enough with it yet to follow through. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think uh, – <sighs> I don't think it was Bing's fault so much as it's my fault just being, you know, anal and want to just do what I'm used to doing. (laughs) (laughs) But if if I was new to search and new to searching for travel, it would probably would have been really cool and I would have loved it to death. Um, But but I'm jaded. I've been doing this way too long. But for new people, I can see how it would be a really, you know, positive experience for them.
2: Well, and it's – it's showing up in Google Analytics now. I mean, I'm really starting to see traffic from it. Uh, not a not a great deal, but it, uh, it still catches me off guard sometimes to see Bing showing up as a referral. So, yeah,
3: yeah and uh, they're doing some neat things, I think, to try to to gain community support. Like the the they have that cool picture on the home page that changes every day. They're doing contests to let people, you know, submit their photos to be on the homepage of Bing. Um, they brought out the uh, the quote-unquote real-time Twitter search long before it hit a few weeks ago on Google. Um, it's neither one of them really hit the nail on the head to me, but they were ahead of the game in front of Google as far as pulling that stuff out. So there's a new one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, well, the other thing they did too is they launched the IAS SEO tools uh, last year or this year, I should say. And uh, for those that don't know about that, it's essentially a um, if you can actually install it, which I still maintain is a but it's it's a system where you can literally find out, um, I guess you can run your own SEO analysis of your of your website based on how Bing would look at your site. Um, it's kind of cool. I mean, it, it definitely had a lot of uh, awesome uh, facets to it. It's just the, the point is you can't install this toolkit unless you have the latest Windows versions. I uh, think very minimum Vista and then Server 2008 uh, are the two main ones. And I don't. I don't have that. I mean, yeah, I've Vista. Hello, staying away. Um, Windows Seven. <laughs> I'm just starting to add those to my systems. I do like it, but uh,
3: yeah, I'm on, I'm on Seven, and I don't mind it at all. Um, it's interesting to me that they did didn't push it back further as far as retroactively working on the other models. Maybe it's a technology technology issue or something. But I thought the concept was actually quite unique. Of, of Doing like you know everybody's used to peer to peer file sharing, um, this is kind of like peer to peer indexing of the internet so but the peers are the, are individual websites and individual servers but if you're going out and you set this tool up to uh, t- to go out and scan other people's sites or, or use it for yourself, you're actually sending that data back to Microsoft as well so they're, they don't have to go and scan everybody with their bots you've got your own little bot now that you're sending out and helping them out. What's what's that? Uh, what's that program that they look they look for aliens? Uh, what is that called? Where you use your spare- Oh, the SETI thing. The SETI thing. It's kind of like SETI for search. You know, Microsoft's putting a bunch of letting you put a bunch of programs on your computer that you can run and help them index the web. It's, Except it's I don't. How- from,
2: I don't have. Obviously, I haven't installed it because it didn't work. Installing <laughs> <laughs> it, I pulled to pull pulled out what little hair I had left. But it. Um, it. it doesn't just index the net, far as I know. It was something you had to say, all right, I want to know more about this site, and they just yeah, yeah it'll no, I, that.
3: I agree, but but if you're going to take all the time to install it, if you're going to use it, yeah. hopefully people will use it, you know, I guess Microsoft's hoping people will use it for more than just their own site, that they'll go out and look at competitor sites and, and index other portions of the web as well. But at least they're going to get your data.
2: Yeah, Well, and, 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 and to that note, there's actually a way to block... The SEO toolkit from checking out your Windows based website. And that was the point too. I think it's only Windows based websites it can actually scan. So, uh, which I didn't of course realize it's,
3: that. I thought yeah. it was straight scan. So you could set it out and go fetch me this site and it scans it. I didn't realize hmm. nice. it was just a Windows based.
2: I thought it was. It's only um, IIS based websites.
3: Oh. Well, I know you can only install it there, but you're saying that's the, it'll only go look at IIS too?
2: I'm not certain now.
3: <laughs> Sorry. You
2: got me. No, I'm, I'm really not. I, it's been so long since I've looked into it. You know, it's been a whole year, that lots of stuff going on, but uh, oh, from what I understood, okay. that was the case.
3: Okay. but well, that, uh, that, that makes it a little less valuable in my eyes, but still yeah. an interesting concept.
2: Yeah, because it was supposed to, it was an integration issue, I believe. But I, yeah, it, in any case, um, it's important that if you have an ASP-based site that you do for certain, add the uh, the block to your. I think it's just add it to your robots.txt file. It's as simple as that, and it's it's literally a, a user agent you get to block. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know what the number was or the, the, the code. If you if you go to stepforth.com, the blog there, just type in iis SEO toolkit, and uh, or just SEO toolkit for that matter in our search, and you'll be able to find the article, and it'll actually give you the code to put in your user agent or in, into your uh, robots.txt file.
3: So I've, I've definitely done that with a lot of my clients, but I haven't I've been doing it for all of them, not just the ones that are I guess so.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it it's it essentially without that block there, it's it's the equivalent I would say of of well not quite, but close to the equivalent of, of getting access to the person's, person's Google Webmaster tools. I mean, it's telling mm-hmm. you all errors about the website, um any issues whatsoever this toolkit can find. Mm-hmm. So
3: I don't that's, think it will do. I mean, there's some things in Webmaster Tools it won't handle. Like, it's not going to report on inbound links or anything like that, but it'll definitely report on like 404 errors, robots.txt, all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, oh. you know, site maps, all, all the different issues with the site that are internal. And phew, that's that's no small feat, I can tell you. that's That would save me a lot of time in my competitor analysis.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: Hey, why make it easy for the competitors?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully they make it easy for you by not including that. So,
2: Yeah, well, you know, if you're a competitor, don't do it. Thanks. That's good. Yeah. Um, another thing I noticed was uh, on another note, Just, I was going actually through my old posts this year and, and trying to find stuff that looked really intriguing. One thing, I mean, I know it's on a social realm, but it was interesting to see that Comscore noted kids and teens were starting to embrace Twitter more. Um, And and now it's kind of cool. And it's true. As soon as they, it wasn't long after they they posted that, that I started noticing more advertising out there saying, uh, woohoo,
4: Twitter this, Twitter that. You should be saving for the future. But savings accounts suck. And investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Savevesting. And it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers four to six percent returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor.
1: Visit stairsapp.com today.
2: Uh, oh, you can play Do Twitter on your phone. They've added Twitter to Xbox now. That's a totally yep. different realm.
3: Well, Xbox is geared towards uh, uh, early twenty-somethings too. So, <laughs> but you're right. Teens definitely get. To- yeah, but the I mean, to me, the I, I know most kids. interesting thing. Sorry, but the most interesting thing about Twitter, as it applies to SEO, I mean, and I, I went on a rant sometime this year. Someone was doing a post about how to SEO Twitter, and I'm like, no, well, wait a minute. You know, if you, you can't SEO Twitter unless the guys at Twitter hire you to SEO their site, you know, and, and people are talking about well, how to make your your tweets more SEO friendly. Um, and there, there are, and again, I went on a rant about it. Uh, I've since backed off a little bit on my rant because there are a few things you can do that may help from an SEO standpoint with Twitter. Like, uh, um, but the, the interesting thing, and I read a post from Rand on SEO Moz um, last week or a week or so ago about how it was a very interesting thought that that people are not. It used to be like in 2007. You know, if you had a cool, you found a cool site, and you were a blogger, or you had, you know, some kind of way to communicate this on the internet, you would write about it and link to it. Well, now people don't do that anymore. It's more likely someone's going to tweet about it and put a little URL link to to that site, and they're not going to go ahead and write a whole post. They're not going to, you know, really expand on that content with their own thoughts. They're going to say, "Hey, here's something cool I found," and put a link to it in Twitter or in their on their Facebook status or, or in social media in general. So so Rand's post is really interesting how social and particularly Twitter is degrading or cannibalizing the entire link sphere on the internet <laughs> itself. And and I thought about that and the more I think about that the more I, I I totally agree that sites like Twitter and Facebook are really degrading, you know, the 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 substructure of links on the internet because people are not now writing about things and they're not, you know, putting links in posts or or, you know, the way they used to communicate them. I mean, they're now just doing short little snippets on Twitter, you know, which is interesting to me for a number of reasons. One, all the anchor text disappears. Twitter doesn't – you know, you put a link in there, you don't get anchor text for your links anymore. Um, second, 99.9% of all the links on Twitter use a URL shortening service, and there's dozens of them out there now. Um, I, I think you mentioned recently, Ross, um, in, in your notes here that Google launched one. Um, you know, anybody who's anybody stumbled upon has got their own URL shortening service now, they all have them, and they all handle the links differently. Like there's one called Ally that's the default for a really cool application called Hootsuite that allows you to manage multiple Twitter accounts. It's a really nice application. But default, the default URL shortener is something called dot A-W-L-Y. And what it does is it creates a frame set with a little bar at the top that allows you to do some other promotion and puts the page in the frame set. Well, that's that's going to be useless for SEO. Um, <laughs> Bitly, which is my is the, the default one in Twitter, if you actually sign in and have an account on Bitly Bitly instead of just let Twitter make one itself, you can actually customize the, the, the short URL and stick a keyword in there. So you can get a little bit of keyword relevancy. But it does a 301 redirect from that short URL to your page. So that's, that's if you look at it from that kind of detail and that depth, you can better optimize how you're using Twitter. But still, I mean, you're going to be losing anchor text. You're going to be losing weight. Um, it's, a, it's a 301 redirect at best, which is not as good as a direct link. So it's, it's an interesting situation from an SEO standpoint.
2: Yeah, it's a very good point. And I'd like to touch more a little on that when we get back. We're just going to take a quick break.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
4: at BruceClay.com Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCredit.com Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www dot conversioncritic.com.
1: Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the the SEO community.
4: I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending.
1: With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO driven CMS.
4: Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO One Hundred and One on Webmaster Radio with John Carcut, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Web Marketing Inc. We were just discussing how uh, actually one of Rand's articles uh, John picked up on, which was it's inter- interesting to think of a Bitly and all these different things cannibalizing the, the internet's sort of uh, interlinking structure. I, it's a good point, point. And, and it also frustrates me too that all of these social um, Sort of quick fix uh, information tools like Twitter and stuff have really taken a lot of time out of all the really good quality writing we were doing.
3: Yeah, without a doubt. And um, personally, I I had lost the time to do writing, so it's easier for me to tweet. I'm sure it's that way for a lot of people, you know, and I don't even tweet as much as I want to. Um, But you're right, there's a lot of good thought leadership that, that may just disappear into nowhere because people didn't sit down and take the time to think about a topic that would interested them. Instead, they just wrote 140 characters and sent it off and forgot about it.
2: And the value isn't there, not even remotely, not compared to a really good blog post.
3: Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, and, and a lot of the stuff that I see that interests me on Twitter is usually links to other good content. So I think the good content is still really, really valuable, it's just now there's not nearly as much of it because people aren't writing as much.
2: Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's been such a good thing and such a, and such a blessing and such a curse in a lot of ways, but um, I still think uh, it's, it's, but, we're obviously on a route that's uh, it's important, so there's, there's yeah. something to it.
3: But part of that also, Ross, is I think, if you look at the bright side of that, is now there's not as much clutter. Because you remember two years ago when everybody was writing about everything, you'd find four articles on link bait saying four completely different things. If you were new into the industry, you had no clue what was right. And now you're probably only going to find one, maybe two on the same topic at any given time. And most likely it's people that are more dedicated to the craft that are going to take the time to write that out than someone who is just trying to get some links or trying to get some publicity. Um, More likely they're going to be working on Twitter now pointing to the other you know The good articles. So there's, there's kind of a give and take there.
2: That's true. Or scraping.
3: Yeah. Or <laughs> spamming or whatever you want. Um, good at blocking out those Twitter spammers, though. They, they usually don't last more than a couple hours anymore.
2: Oh, thank God. Uh, I, I'm just ruthless now. I, I, I actually send them a nasty note and then block them.
3: <laughs> I, get, I get the funniest um, response. I followed a, a local guy down here um, last week. And um, basically, he DM'd me after I followed him, and I thought for a minute that it was like, you know, this is an auto-DM. I'm going to have to just unfollow this guy. But basically, he, he's like, hey, I'm glad you followed me. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Make sure you stick around. Or basically, he was like, you know, damn straight, you better follow me kind of thing. And I showed it to some friends and said, what is this? Should I auto-delete auto this guy? And like, no, no, he's pretty cool. He's a good guy. So <laughs> it was quite interesting. Some, sometimes the spam is getting hard to tell from the real people because... The personalities have a tendency to come out on Twitter, I've seen.
2: Yeah. And, and auto, you know, I don't like any of that auto stuff. I mean, obviously, if it's auto posting something you want to do in, in like a kind of press concept, concept. like you, you've got some tweets you want to put out through the day and you got a busy day, no problem. But when we're talking about someone following you in that auto, thank you for following me. I just find it weak. It's a waste of time. Yeah
3: which kind of brings up something else you know that's it's it's, uh, it's technically still 2009 for a wrap up is the Google's real time search that came out recently um, was it 2 weeks ago and apparently people are and I haven't tried it myself but I've read a little bit about it but people are, are able to game this thing like crazy i mean it's i think Danny Sullivan compared it to search results from AltaVista in 1997 so <laughs> ouch uh, yeah but the only real way i can even see that being even Worth your time is if you automatically did the, the tweets and stuff. You have to do some kind of automated software. And because, I mean, it's real time. It's there for 90 seconds, and if it's a hot topic, your thing's gone after two minutes anyway. So it's like. A lot, this, a lot of this stuff for real-time search is, is tying in together as well.
2: Yeah, oh, and we're going to definitely touch on that in a few minutes when we do our future of search for 2010. Um, <laughs> uh, you've got some really good notes. My God, we're going to have to save some time for that. Um, one thing I just I just spotted here, and, and I'm, I'm in a bit of disbelief. Did it actually happen Did, in 2009? In was that when the canonical tag was released? It looks like it because I see a video here ex- yeah, well, yeah. t- explaining
0: it. Definitely. The contact tag was just this year. Actually, wow. as a matter of fact, I remember you talking with Jen Laycock, uh, what was it, like in March? And you, I remember she had the, was the funniest thing, trying to say the word canonical. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going back through like old clips all, all this week, so I've been hearing, and I heard canonical, like, there you go, pinpoint.
2: Oh, I'm touched. You know, you could just call me to hear my voice, though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and you just ask him to say canonical, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so, I, and i I'm all over that. I love that tag. It's the best thing since sliced bread. It's made life a lot easier for a few of my clients.
3: um, If you're on on WordPress, WordPress 2.9 just came out last week. Actually, just just the end of last week, and it's got the canonical tag built into it standard now. I mean, it's, it's that mainstream already within a year
2: wicked i didn't know that yeah. i actually haven't upgraded mine in a little well since the last one which what was it like last week we yeah. <laughs> are already,
3: already on 2.9.1 <laughs> and 2.9 just came out literally like thursday or friday
2: no <laughs>
3: <Yep>. <laughs> can't keep
2: up thank god it's an easy upgrade oh, uh, yeah.
3: they're um, on top of it though that's for sure
2: yeah well and the other thing that happened this year which was a real whoa, oh, it really got some ires up was the um uh, did I note it here? I thought I did. Yeah, um, I believe it was uh, SMX Advanced. I'm yep. 100% sure. That was when uh, the no-follow was publicly yep. tie-washed by Matt Cuts.
3: I'm pretty sure it was advanced, yeah, SMX Advanced.
2: Oof, <laughs> that was quite an interesting meeting. There's yeah, There's so a lot of debate about that, though. There still is?
3: Yeah, somewhat. There's still people trying to claim that there's... Um, you know, it's a valuable tool. I don't agree with them, but I mean, there's, it's still out there. People are still saying, "Yes, use no follows if you can," especially for link sculpting. To me, at this point, worrying about no follows is a complete waste of time. Um, I don't know if you agree or not, Ross. But you know.
2: I, I, I still have it in some places, frankly, and it doesn't seem to make a difference, yeah. <laughs> either positively or negatively. Um, but that, I guess that was the point. It doesn't do either. It.
4: Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.
2: Just... It's a good way to block something you don't want Google to associate with you, and that's as simple as that. Um, Now, it brings me back to a wicked show we did this year with Stefan Spencer, who who mentioned that uh, there's definitely a way to use it, but it's more of a a backwards – it seemed like he was talking it was a backwards way of approaching it. It's like um, more of what's coming into your site. I don't know. It was interesting how, how to use link relationships. Um, yeah, will have to listen to it again because, frankly, I'm still, I think, mentally trying to figure out what he was talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> it was a good show. Uh, if he says there's a way to use it, I believe him. He's always on the cutting edge of this stuff. So um, there's he, He's more into the detail, whereas I'm more into, okay, fine, I don't have to use it. I, it was never that big a tool for me anyway. Um, I'm not dealing with optimizing Microsoft.com, something crazy large, which page sculpting would have been amazing for you know just not right small business sites just don't seem to require that kind of intensity Um, the the one place that i
3: always thought thought it was really valuable was like blog commenting or forums where people can go in and just you know and they do on a regular basis go in and spam these places and you know the no follow is a really good tool for people to use to say to, to deter that type of activity well doesn't apparently now it doesn't matter um, from the no follow standpoint. I do believe that the engines are looking at places like you know the comment areas of blogs or forums and and treating those sections of a page a lot different than they do the rest of the page as far as how links are concerned and weight is concerned.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean the no follow works. It, it it certainly works. So it's 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 still a good thing to have in the comment section. I, I don't see unless you're seeing otherwise, I don't see any issue with that. It's uh it I still use it. It's a great way to to block any link juice any of these spammers might be getting. Um or wish they were getting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but oh the stuff I get through my blog and, and some of it get doesn't get caught by uh, a a but oh well. It's it's pretty good. And uh, even just the same, I still get the people going. Oh, you got an excellent blog, and blah blah blah. blah. It's obviously, obviously cookie cutter. Yeah, but uh.
3: and, and and I'm but I'm seeing Ross. I'm seeing occasionally, um, even in like a comment area of a of a blog, those links giving weight and those links passing some juice, even if they're That's no. The flood. I mean, it's not not for the little dinky blogs, but if you've got a pretty powerful site that has a lot of authority it's still going to pass some way even through a new follow or no follow.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well, let's uh, take Uh, a quick break. And when we get back, we've got a couple more things to touch on. And then we're going to move into
4: 2010.
1: Wow. uh SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: To enjoy the holidays. Three, two, five. <laughs> oh, I'm not there. Wow. Happy holidays from your friends at webmasteradio.fm. Webmasteradio.fm reminds you to please treat responsibly. Did you know?
4: 99 Designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet.
0: Did you know?
4: 99 Designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you.
0: Did you know?
4: 99 Designs allows you to post projects for logo design, webpage design, t-shirt design, and more.
0: Did you know?
4: 99 Designs projects an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set.
0: 99 Designs. When designers compete, you win. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of age rank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on
4: webmasterradio.fm.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Well, we're going to try and wrap up 2009 here because we got lots for 2010. And the one that's – there's a couple here, but one that would definitely be worth mentioning is the Google Caffeine update. Um, It's not – Officially launched, but you know, was announced in 2009. Um, frankly, I was surprised it took this long to, to, to the, that they're really saying it's going to be January. They're going to be really bringing it out. But uh, I think I think many were. I, I, it's, uh, it's it hasn't really blown me away by looking at the sandbox. What about you, John?
3: No, not really. I mean, most of most of what caffeine is a back end architecture update, and I, and I really believe this architecture update. Is what's allowing them to do a lot of this other stuff we're seeing, you know, now the, the personal search stuff, the real time search, a lot of things that they, you know, the, the, that are happening now. I think are because of that back-end architecture update. But I will say that that Mister Cutts himself m- mentioned that the caffeine update is is going to be bigger, have a bigger impact than the Florida update way back in two thousand. What was Two thousand seven, two thousand six. Gosh, I could even uh, remember. Yeah, but the, the Florida update ha- took everybody by surprise and had a huge impact. If you weren't around in in that time frame to experience it, um, you get a taste of what it was like this coming January. <laughs> well, hopefully now, not. <laughs> yeah, at least now they've given us some warning and given, given us a chance to prepare. When the Florida update hit, it was like, boom, out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, and actually that interview I saw, was it with Web Pro News? I think it was, saying um, – he literally said, you know what, we just wanted to give people a bit of a break, you know, M- let them worry over the Christmas holidays. Because it's true. I mean, Florida update was re- – I, I got many, many bad words for it. It I was guess- a really bad timing for – I mean, I was fortunate. Not, I, I, yeah. Maybe one of our clients felt something from that. But didn't it
3: hit in November? It Because I remember it was right before the Christmas shopping season online.
2: Yeah, it was and November, it, and it just
3: – It decimated. You're literally decimated. decimated
2: a lot of businesses. Yeah, I can't even imagine how many actually went down the toilet thanks to that thing. Uh, it was a bad, bad, bad scene, um, and and that brings up another note though. You mentioned personalized. Um, I don't mean to jump past it because it's a big topic, but we got to get moving. Um, yeah, personalized I get that search. covered
3: in 2010.
2: <laughs> yeah, personalized search huge. They've now made it not optional. I mean, it's you can't get out of it, and oh, uh, yeah. that's a little creepy to me. But that was done, launched. That's launched this year as well. Months we ago. Uh, of course, Google Wave was announced as well. Uh, that really hasn't affected anyone in the SEO community, but I have to mention it because that's what we're using to do our show. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. and, <laughs> for, it's, it's, and people people are complaining about Google Wave, saying it's useless, can't do anything with it. And they're right most of the time um, because it's not even in beta yet. It's still in a preview mode. I yep. mean, most of the functionality is not even there. For For anybody that's on it, don't worry. It's going to get better.
2: <laughs> oh. I mean, just half—not even half—the functionality they mentioned, they showed in the preview, is in it. Oh, or yeah. that, you know, the, the launch thing. I mean, no, that stuff looked amazing. So, yeah, I'm, it's yet to be seen. But uh, well, you did a lot of work here for 2010. Let's launch it. <laughs> All
3: right. So, so I, if I had to break it down, and this is probably not the full list, but I'd say there's probably six major things and a couple minor things to really keep your eyes on for 2010. And I'm just going to, just real quick, Ross, just hit the topics and then we go back and, and discuss them in a little more depth. I just want to make sure everybody hears what they are. Um, it's really, we talked about it some, about it happened in 2009, but the, the Yahoo Bing merger is going to be huge all across the board for, for SEO. Um, that's without a doubt. That's a that's major landscape change for search, period. It's going to impact us. Um, Google personal search, Ross just mentioned it. It's it's definitely going to make an impact as well over the next year. Right now, it's only about a, not even a month old. And as it keeps collecting data and as it gets better and better, it's going to have more and more of an impact throughout 2010. Um, Caffeine is going to launch in January. We just talked about that as well. That's a big thing to keep your eye out on 2010. Um, real-time search. Um I don't think that the real-time results that we're going to be—they're seeing in universal search right now—are going to be a big game changer. However, real-time search in general in 2000 is definitely um, on the horizon in, in many other—you know—in many other ways, specifically in the search results, of SERPs. Um, and we talked about this a little bit too with the Twitter. You know, normally you have your three main—you know—focal points of SEO: the architecture of a site, content, and links. Well, now social buzz and, and how, are you, how are you being played in social media or how are you playing in social media It's probably going to start having a major impact on SEO. Um, I personally think that 2010 will be the year of universal search. Um, it's, it's getting more and more prevalent as we go. They're adding more and more types. Um, it, it's going to be a big deal next year. Universal search should be in your SEO plans if it's not already. And um, so, something to take, take in mind, keep in mind, is page load time is definitely going to be added to. Well, not definitely. It's like ninety percent chance it's going to be added to the algorithm in 2010 um, and have an impact on your rankings. So those are the things I think you should be aware of right off the bat. And Ross, if you want to go back and talk a little more detail about those, if you would like, but keep those. You know, take notes on that. You know, start doing some research on those things because they're going to make a difference next year for you.
2: Oh, that's right. We can just wrap up now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more All next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's our six shows for next year. No, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, down to two major engines. So, wow, where do you begin with that? I mean, Bing, good. You know, we talked a little bit about this already, but driving Yahoo organic results. I mean, Yahoo's still the portal. I mean, really, I, I, is there anything that competes against Yahoo when it comes to a, an actual portal for people to, to check their finances and all that kind of stuff? I think I it think is...
3: Only, it, yeah, I think you're right. The only competitor had of any weight in the past few years was AOL, but AOL's kind of tanked over the few... You know, It hasn't been nearly what it was in its heyday in quite a while, so um, Yahoo's it, I
2: think. Wow. Well, you know, when, when Bing does get in there, that's going to be an absolute massive kick. Um, now... Refresh my memory because I'm feeling a little sketchy today. Uh, The uh, Yahoo guys are taking over the paid marketing stuff, right? They're actually handling all that while Google or Microsoft does the organic.
3: Right. So here's how it's going to work from my from what I understand. Who who knows how it's going to be when they finalize it? But this is what they announced. Bing is going to take over the organic search results for both engines. Yahoo is going to manage paid. Paid advertising, um, the Ad Center is going to be the platform. So there will no longer be um, Yahoo paid advertising. It'll be it'll be Microsoft's Ad Center platform. But the people at Yahoo are going to manage all that advertising. Does that make Not, sense?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. That's what I thought. I just wanted to be sure. Uh, it and yeah, it makes sense. It is the one area that they they. Well, I've heard people say otherwise, but who did an okay job on their system. I know there were some major issues with it, but they did a pretty good job on it, and I believe they've got lots they can work with. Uh, What's your experience with their pay-per-click system?
3: Um, I don't have a lot of experience directly. Um, We have a pay-per-click team here that works very closely with our SEO team. And the biggest complaint I hear out of them about Microsoft is not the, the system, it's the customer service. So hopefully that'll fi- be fixed because Yahoo's always had great customer service on the paid side. So if they're taking over that part of it, that's a win-win.
2: Yeah, well, wouldn't Yahoo be using their own systems? Because they'd already built that pretty big platform, didn't they? I know that-
3: no, no, Yahoo's going to be using the AdCenter systems, but okay. their people are going to be managing. So the people, the customer service side from that perspective, you know, they're much more responsive, and I've always had better experience with them.
2: Um, wow. Well, so it will be don't Ad envy Cent- them. It's going to be a hell, of a, re- a hell of a merge. Oh, yeah,
3: without a doubt. Um, two, two things of note for that merger from an SEO perspective. Um, if you're using paid inclusion at all, that goes away. Um, paid inclusion, should, you're not able to sign up for, you're not able to add anything into it now at all. It, they turned it off a week or so ago. Um, but at the end of the year, January 1st, they're pulled out of the search. I mean, it's done, it's gone. It's done and gone. So, you know, beginning of the year, paid inclusion is history. I'm pretty sure Yahoo is the only one still doing it anyway. So, it'll be one of our, uh, museum relics in the, in the SEO Hall of Fame museum someday.
2: Well, it was for a while, and then they brought it back, so who knows?
3: <laughs> and, and then the other key thing is Site Explorer. Um, it, apparently, hopefully they changed their mind, apparently Site Explorer is going away as well. So that really just leaves us Webmaster Tools and the Bing Webmaster Tools to, to get in there and really look and see how the engines are looking at our sites from linking data and mm. you know, indexing data.
2: That royally bites yeah, I, I just love Yahoo Site Explorer for link stuff. Uh, I'm hoping Bing does a good job of that. I haven't actually, I, I must admit, I haven't done a lot of work with their webmaster tools. I've, I've used it a couple times, but nothing in depth. Have you found their link uh, reporting pretty good?
3: It's its not nearly as extensive, I don't think, as the Google stuff. But Google is a little bit vague. so um, yeah. Bing is, I think, giving us a little more detail, but not as much.
2: So well, what about for people who don't actually own the sites? Like I, I used yeah, Yahoo Site Explorer all yeah. the time for competitors, and
3: yeah, you're you um, <laughs> out of luck. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not the term I wanted to use. <laughs> adjective in there, but no.
2: <laughs> we could give uh, Brasco a little warning. and He can just bleep us. That'd be great. isn't the internet
3: like cable though aren't we allowed to cuss if we really want to
2: (laughs) (laughs) I guess so Um, so Google personal search gone wild yeah active for everyone is is, uh, and and so what that means to me and I tell you I I think I mentioned it last time I just love it because it's it's like finally I can tell my clients that I mean admittedly I can't get away without giving reports sometimes but now we have to use the analytics reports which have a pretty decent, uh, or actually not analytics, sorry, Google Webmaster Tools reports for Google rank- rankings. It's great. It shows you where your imp- most impressions are and which ones are actually clicked on. Two different beautiful columns. It's a great way of doing the uh, rank tracking. What are your thoughts? That's, that's
3: not a bad idea. Do, my problem with that is if I want to start ranking for new terms, so I can't send benchmarks. Yeah. So, so I mean, if there's terms your site's already ranking for, that's awesome. But if you're like, if you're if you're building new content, you want to set set benchmarks for those content, you know, to to really show that your your link building activity or whatever is is you know, having an impact. It's hard to do that
2: unless you're tracking absolutely everything coming into your site. All right. And the, the, the um, URL shorteners are a good way to do that, especially once uh, they have an API that can sort of merge with Google, which unfortunately, I guess, will not happen now since Google has its own goo.gl.
3: It, it, uh, Google will have, to, will have to be looking at all the other URL shorteners, too. There's no way they can just use theirs. Um, I mean, you can't even sign up for theirs. At least when I tried last week, it was still invite-only. So,
2: uh, Yeah, what is with that? I, I just went there and just saw, oh, here's our URL shortener, and there's nothing you can do with it.
3: Right, so I don't know. I think it's mostly for developers at this point, so they can build it into applications. I don't nice. know. If, I don't know if even you know, from what I'm reading, it's you know they haven't even really announced that it'll be for public consumption, where you can go to the site and do it. It's mostly for developers to build that into their into applications.
2: No, well, I tell you, it's it's definitely long in coming to have some sort of API integration into Google Analytics because I use Bitly a lot, and I would love to see that kind of connection. It would it would effectively Uh, do a way better job of connecting social media with SEO and website statistics. Um, I I think it'd be amazing. Uh,
3: And, And I do have one other issue with using the Webmaster Tools for ranking reports. Is, you know, yes, we can say this is the baseline. This is where Google sees you, you know, However, it's not where the customers are going to see you, which is really what's most important. It's not where your potential you know, conversions are. You know, If people are getting that personal sources, it's changing all over the place. That data, to me, is much more valuable. Where are they seeing you is more valuable than the, the, the baseline. I mean, the baseline is valuable. Don't get me wrong. But to me, it's almost – I really don't think rankings you – know, I never have for a while now thought that rankings were a very good metric to begin with at all – um, but now specifically you know, because of personal search because they're doing a lot of geo targeting for search terms whether you are logged in or not as well not just personal search if i search for like pizza place not logged in they will give me a local one box for fort lauderdale where i happen to be at right now whether i'm logged in or not so all these all this data is changing on a regular basis because of not only personal search but geo targeted and and who knows what else are thrown into the mix now that you and i are definitely not going to see the same results for every term Now, there are plenty of terms where we are going to see the same result i think it's really highly searched high volume terms are going to have a lot more fluctuation than you know long tail stuff um, but but you know i'm still leaning towards you know at this point trying to convince the, the clients that rankings are not as important anymore because they're not reliable lean towards analytic data or, you know, conversion data as your real your real metric for success?
2: Maybe you'll have a better chance of doing that. I, I've got to do a soft approach. <laughs> I can't just uh, – oh, my not clients easy. switching to analytics won't be
3: good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not easy. <laughs> not a doubt, I, I but mean, I,
2: I'm not saying that, that they can't. It's, they certainly could. It's just it's a harder sell. They, they, I mean, like everyone's gotten so used to a, a ranking report. Everyone thinks of rankings, and, and fair enough. That's really been what's pitched. Um, I've always stressed analytics because, frankly, what comes to your site's the best thing. I mean, and what they do there is even better. Um, but that's a different thing altogether. The, the thing I do like is uh, the one thing I really like about that reporting Google is impressions versus actual clickthroughs. I think that's kind of that cool. is
3: true. I do like that too because that's something you're not going to get anywhere else.
2: No. And uh, you know, Bing and and, and uh, well, I guess Bing's going to have a lot on their shoulders. They're going to have Microsoft's going to have to up the ante and make their their tool set even better. Um, I, when I talk to the developers um, at the i think it was just mix advanced um i talked with the lead developer actually for that and uh, he, i was just saying you know they have to have um sort of a sandbox or not a sandbox but somewhere you can be sign up and you don't have to have a windows system i mean i realize it's totally on microsoft but the fact is <laughs> if they want to get a search share hello they're going to, have to deal with a lot more people than just my windows users uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. can use the seo toolkit that to, can use a whole bunch of these amazing tools they're making, but only for Windows users.
3: Yep. Hey, uh, did you just, hear that Chrome,
2: the
3: Chrome actually surpassed Safari and Browser Share already?
2: Wow. Yeah. Oh, so, amazing.
3: Uh, they can't focus on just their own stuff because, you know, that's it's a very short sighted. Well, not that they haven't been short sighted in the past, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can we count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I got that eye, huh? um, especially today. Uh, one thing that uh, I, I, I well, God, we got so much to go through here. I think we're going to have to do another session. We'll have to, to continue this in next. Well, in the new year, wow, 2010. Yeah. We got the Olympics coming here. It's going to be pretty crazy yeah. in, in uh, Canada, Vancouver. Yeah, it's going to be quite cool. Um, I'm not going to get anywhere near it, and uh, certainly can't afford any of the passes. But it'll be fun to. to <laughs> to watch from afar.
3: Would <laughs> you like to try to get a press pass and cover it for Webmaster Radio?
2: Hey! <laughs> That's a great idea. The, 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 the uh, roll pedal game. <laughs> <sighs> yeah.
0: Sorry, guys. Ross, you, you just brought it up. I had to like deliver it yeah. for you. You <laughs> made the order. I just served it up.
2: <laughs>
3: Ross Dunn reporting at the Luge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. You know,
2: hell, all I care about is the, the Gold Cup hockey game. I don't care who's playing in the end. That's going to be a wicked game. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, I, uh, Brasco mentioned uh, some of the sort of a trade show outlook for 2010. Um, one thing I am quite honestly looking forward to is the keynote at SMX West coming up. I think that's March 2nd to 4th. I'm um, looking forward to that. I'll be there. Is that right?
0: Yes, it is, I believe it is March 2nd, the 4th. And yeah, like you said, Steve Ballmer. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, this Mr. is the first
3: time he's ever given a keynote, isn't it? Yeah. For, for search, anyway. In the search, or is it period? I don't think he's been out in public like that very much at
2: all. <laughs> he's going to have a glass bubble around him or something. Yeah, the
3: Pope, he'll ride into
0: the mobile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're going to check to make sure everyone's shoelaces are tied on so they don't uh, show right. any shoes at him or anything.
0: Yeah, it's actually Monday, March 2nd. It's a fireside chat with Steve Ballmer, and uh, Danny Sullivan's going to be tossing questions to him. Nice. Hmm.
2: Well, I hope it's more effective than the one for Yahoo, uh, Jerry Yang. That was just a waste of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't answer anything. They're, they're politicians, practically, so it's, it was a waste of time.
3: Speaking of out West, you know what I'm really bummed about? No more Google Dance. Google Dance is gone.
2: They've officially said that?
3: Last year well they're moving the show to San Francisco instead of so they that's won't true. be in San Jose anymore, so there's no way they can uh, I mean they want to bust everybody an hour and a half, I guess they could, but
2: uh, Well, it'll be worth it to be in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. I missed the Google Dance a lot too already, but Oh well. Things move a, on. They just better throw like, a good party there.
3: Yeah, that's true. I uh, I would I would literally probably fly a round trip to go to Find somewhere in San Francisco to get the best crabs I've ever had in my life. And there's a place I've gone on, Pier, Pier 39, I think it is, called the Crab House. It's just give them a plug because if, you're, if we're in San Francisco, you guys need to hit that place. Unbelievable. Mm.
2: Making me hungry here. All right. <laughs> um, what else is going on here? Um, yeah, it's leaving San Jose. Uh, we'll be in San Francisco in the summer. And there's no more Chicago in the winter. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go to Chicago in the winter? <laughs> um, I haven't even been there, and I know that. <laughs> I have.
3: I tell you what, I spoke in Chicago a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, and I don't even submit for Chicago anymore because I didn't want to go back in the winter. <laughs> so
4: maybe I'll start. <laughs> to- <laughs> uh, I
2: try to. I, I try to stick out west. I just that big Eastern trip is just too much. So, and I know that's sort of midway, but I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to these Western ones. It sounds like they're going to be good, some good ones. But uh, on that note. Uh season's greetings to everyone uh, Absolutely. wow it's been a good year woohoo <laughs> and uh, on behalf of myself Ross Dunn CEO of 4th uh, Web Marketing and John Percutt SEO Manager for MediaWiz thank you for listening to us and suffering yeah. through us <laughs> this entire year happy holidays you have to add to John
3: yeah looking forward to a great 2010 I uh, hope you keep uh, stopping by talking with yeah. us visiting with us Happy Holidays.
2: And Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you.